Hi, my name is Matt, and welcome to the Otherwise Speaking Podcast, a transparent and current forum for the difficult conversation about church, faith, and life. And now for today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Otherwise Speaking. This is Joel, um, the current digital strategist for Redemption <laughs> Church. Um, this is episode seven. 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 Yes, we, we, missed, last, we missed last week. Apologies. Um, it's crazy times. It is. Um, I'm in the middle of a move, if you don't know. Um, and so my life is crazy. Um, and Phil's life is crazy, but we're here in the office. I mean, I'm sure your life is crazy too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we missed last week. Uh, but Phil had a conversation and I'm kind of introing that with him today. Do you want to share what your conversation was about and who you talked to? Yes. Um, a couple of ideas for this week. First, how are you? Uh, <laughs> we, thanks. We can humanize this. Doing, we're actually here. I'm doing good. Actually, I'm doing good. Doing well. Having a good day. Things are well. That's good. what I would say. Figuring out how to carry it all lightly again. I was good at that at one point in my life. And I'm, Which is what this episode's about. Right? Are, it's, it's heavy times. And so you have... I mean, I think we're all trying to balance trying to feel like things are normal while things aren't. And then also it's just crazy with... It's crazy politics times. It's like justice. fever pitch yeah. politics right now because sure. it's the week of the election. And so there's a lot happening. And so I had a couple of thoughts. One, just format-wise, um, the way that I talk to my friends because of the just pace of life and work and everything else that's happening is um, I'll try to just call them on the road between things, between appointments. And so my thought was it'd be really fun to find an app that actually can just record those phone calls. And so that's, right. that's what we did. So I just called a friend um, and had a conversation literally between meetings and then that that is the the sort of conversation of the week that friend is my friend josh store um you guys should know who he is if you've been around redemption at all uh he's just a dear friend that goes way back but he's also a father a husband a marriage family therapist a small business owner at one point he was a pastor um so he has a wealth of knowledge and life experience and expertise and um, but I was thinking is we've talked so much about politics for the last eight weeks <laughs> in a sense of um, how do we engage the common life together in a kingdom mentality um, and framework. And so I feel like we've done the equipping for that. It's a little too late to cram for that when you're coming into an election week. And so my thought was, what's like, what, rather than talking about politics, my thought was, I want to talk about what politics is doing to us mm -hmm. in our own internal state and soul. And I mean, on top of everything else that's happening right now. Sure. And so uh, I called him as a therapist just to talk about um, like wholeness and health and centeredness and uh, how is he doing that as someone who's a therapist, but also um, how could he just sort of speak into the moment of what it would look like to to recapture that sense of caring at light, being centered, being present. And so I called him to say, Josh, help us. How do, how do we do this? Right. Which is fun. Yeah. Josh. Yeah, hi. Gotcha. What's up, dude? Not much. Um, thank you for just jumping right in here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just called Josh. 
and we didn't talk about this at all ahead of time, so you're just listening in real time as we talk about the state of the world like we normally do. Um, how are you, man? Doing well. Doing well. Thanks, that's family. Good. It was my, uh, let's see, Monday. Got to take all the girls surfing, all three girls. And, uh, yeah, they all three caught the same wave by themselves for the first time. So that was awesome. Not like a full party wave, the whole family? No, well, the whole, all, all three girls. So our that's youngest. amazing. Our youngest Emery is now catching some waves on her own. So uh, yeah, it was kind of kind of a, an awesome moment for me as dad watching them all go for it. That's congrats! It's like a decade of work for that moment. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my shoulders are definitely tired of uh, of uh, launching kids into waves, so I'm I'm getting close to retiring from that. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I just I mean you know last time we were there, but I'm. I've been on a soft top for like a decade, pushing kids into waves. That yes, I finally started trying to like ride a shortboard again, and I realized that it's, it's just I'm either too old or it's too small. <laughs> so I'm ordering a new shortboard for the first time in like six years, and I'm having to like go much bigger. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those uh, those dimensions change, don't they? Oh, dude, I'm I'm coming back. Yeah. Coming back. Coming back. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Here's here's what I'm thinking. This is obviously a bit of an experiment, but I'm actually driving to um, to meet some people for for lunch at the church. But I wanted to I wanted just to connect. I mean, our podcast is otherwise speaking, which is it's like a very conversational, lots of voices and people. And um, you and I are always talking about this stuff. I thought it'd be fun to have a conversation here with the broader community, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, okay. We've talked a ton about politics as a church, and we've talked a ton about like the social unrest and essentially like faith and public life and how it all works together. And but there's a point now where I don't. I, I'm now the election's here, and I it's like at a fever pitch, and I I kind of want to talk about like what's what's beneath all that, and it's like what what is it all doing to us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like we did a good job talking about all that other stuff and we've, we've kind of prepared and equipped as a community best we can. And now, dude, there, it's insane. I feel like um, mental health wise mm-hmm. and most people that I know and myself, it's just a lot right now. Uh, the Several friends are getting like significant dental work done right now. Mm-hmm. And they, they said they actually read an article in NPR that, that said that there's like a, a different epidemic happening of mm. like broken, broken teeth, basically that there's mm. so much anxiety and stress. People are, are cracking teeth and, and, and needing root canals. So like yeah. more than, more than ever before, there's this huge spike in mm. like significant emergency dental work. Um, yeah. There's just so much anxiety. That, like the pandemic's on rise again. I mean, Europe's shutting down. There's this anticipation here of what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you are obviously a dear friend, but you're also a, um, a therapist. How do we? How do we maintain sanity, man? Mm. What do you? What, you 
how do we how do we find a balance in a center? <laughs> Man, that is a good question. That that is the question, right? Like how how do you how do you maintain a rootedness? How do you how do you find center? How do you keep center? Um, I mean, that's that's the biggest question. It's unfortunately it's going to look different for us, but I think the key is to to keep asking that question of ourselves, of our you know family units, of our relationships. It's just keep getting really clear, developing clarity on how do we stay rooted through all these storms that we're going through in 2020. How do you do it? Yeah, how do I do it? That's a that's a really um huh, interesting thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I mean it's it seems so simple and so silly, but it's so central to to like who we are as as humans and I think it has like a metaphor for for how we tackle all this, but but breathing. I I have to pay so much attention to my breath right now and Am I holding my breath? No. Am I taking, you know, um, good deep breaths? Um, I was, uh, even this morning, working with uh, my own particular coach who works with me. And she was saying, like, you're holding your breath. Breathe for a minute here. Like, let's get let's get back centered, rooted, um, just with a little breath work. So, I mean, it seems so simple, but I, I think we're – we can really gain a lot just by, by breathing and coming back to this present moment. Cause all these things are pulling us from the present moment that we have. Um, yeah. and, and creating anxiety in this, in this present moment. And a lot of the anxieties that I'm worried about, um, man, they don't always, they don't always materialize. You know, I, I spend so much time worrying about them, right. Or people worry about them. Legitimate sure. things. But um, well, there's nothing you, you know, can do about it. And even if it did materialize, it's not like you'd change it or could fix it, right? It just it it is right. It is. It, it's it's that reality. I think uh, Viktor Frankl, who you know was a uh, a, a really well known therapist who went through um, the Holocaust. And, I just read his book. It is phenomenal. Okay. Man's yeah. search for meaning. I just read it. It is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He has so much good goodness, you know, that comes comes out of his experience. But you know, he he says like everything can be taken from you, but the mm-hmm. one thing that that you have is the freedom to choose your attitude, right? And you know, attitude. Uh, we could spend hours defining. Well, what does that mean? But you know, like your posture towards whatever is coming at you, right? Like I, you can take everything from me, but what you cannot take is how I choose. Um, to act towards something, choose my posture towards something. Um, you just you can't take that from me. So that I find a lot of hope in that. That um, sure everything externally may go away and be ripped apart, but um, you can't you can't take away how my freedom to choose. And I think I think we have as much as this year has been. Um, full of anxiety and fear and upending, uprooting of many things that need to be uprooted. Um, it's it's such an opportunity for growth, uh, such an opportunity for more freedom, just, it, just in our own personal selves. I'm not talking, you know, culturally, but that is clearly there as well. Um, but just 
for our own selves, our own attitudes, our own inner reality to grow and expand. Yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts? No, I think that's just really good. It's like uh, my friend Kevin mm-hmm. was, was telling me that it's so hard, especially at, like as you get older and there's much more on the line to yeah. like be authentically yourself, authentically present, open-handed, and kind of let the chips fall where they may and just you know, trust. It's like mm-hmm. it's just, that there's such a freedom in it. Um, funny, I've, I've been going to a physical therapy for my shoulder. It's been hurting mm-hmm. weird. And I, I think it's partly like, it's like the anxiety. I, I think it's like my left hand, I hold the steering wheel mm. of my car. I, I just, yesterday I was like, I think I'm like gripping the heck out of my steering wheel. And I think it's mm. like forcing, that's, I think it's hurting myself. Mm-hmm. But if that's true, like how many other places internally is that happening? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Right? Or Jen said that a few times to me. She's like, you're carrying things really heavy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, this, uh, I, for myself, have experienced that this year. Like, there's many things that have hardened my heart, right? If we're going to think mm-hmm. about that as my inner reality, as like my heart. It, there's many things that have come along that have made me harder and more bitter, <laughs> which I know, I, you know. Like I don't want that. I want I want to you know my heart to be soft and open, and and loving towards you know all yeah. human beings, and so it's really paying attention to, man, what what are those triggers in the external reality that that are making my heart feel so hard? And yeah, it's such a good right. Like that is the material for our own growth and continued freedom. Uh, to be freed of the prison, you know, of anxiety and fear, to live with the mystery of all this stuff and to embrace that, like, adventure that does ex- exist in life, even in the midst of the most crazy, anxious, um, you know, reality we could imagine for us or that we've experienced in this lifetime of ours. Mm. You know, what's so, interesting is... Um... My dad has cancer. You know, he's dying. Yeah. Um, found out a little bit ago. It's like super late stage liver cancer. And mm-hmm. He moved in with my brother, and he's he's just figuring it out. I mean, he doesn't know what to expect. It's kind of a day at a time. And it's really interesting because it, it made me kind of step back and think, like, ooh, you know, I'm going to die. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That sounds intense, but it, it brought it to light. And and then I was thinking, it brought all these anxieties, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of the anxiety was around, uh, you know, it's my stuff in order. Mm-hmm. So that if I were to die, like, would it all, but everything. And then there's, like, anxiety-wise, there's so many, like, layers to that. Like, what, what does it even mean to have your stuff in order? Um, mm-hmm. And so then I called my uh, financial advisor. And I was like, help! <laughs> if I like, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I I need to talk. And he set up this meeting, and he he like sat me down and was like, here's all the things you can do. And then we we're we're doing them, and he's like, and nothing else you can do, you know. And it 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 gave me this freedom to be like, oh, I yeah. I need to get mm-hmm. all my stuff in order that I can control. 
Mm-hmm. But then it gives me this absolute freedom to like be right here knowing. But it's, yeah. it's like when we go on vacation to leave the, the church, I have to I have, always have these immense task lists of like everything that has to happen in order to let go and, and be present to the family and go. Yeah. But I'll, like, what if we could just live that way? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's part of why I like my van. It's because it's just a big old van that's yeah. just turned off. It's been rumbling. But it, I feel like I'm on vacation every day just driving around in it. <laughs> it just feels like right. But, like, what if, what if we could get to a place where we, like, we knew we got everything in order that we could get in order. Like, I can control my internal state. I can control my emotions. I can control... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this morning, I'm going to wake up and take it as if it's the last, and I'm just going to be light, and I'm going to yep. enjoy it. And it's it's almost like you're going on vacation every day right here. It's in for the mindset that it requires for me to get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I'm just yeah, talking I, yeah, here, no. but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, forgive the cheesy surfing reference, but I, I love surfing because, like, I don't control what waves come in. I, I only sort of partner and flow with that particular wave and no wave is really the same. Um, and, and so I have to do the work of like making sure I choose the right board to get my wetsuit on, am I stretched? Like I, I do all the work to prepare and then I go out into the water and, and then the work is just simply flowing with what is coming at me and, and not trying to sort of, it'd be silly if I was to try to like force the wave to do something that, like every, it may be right. The the analogy is silly. Like what I'm pushing against the wave with my hands to say no, 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 wave. I need to shape you this way. It just doesn't. Yeah. It's it, so it's a good one to just say like, do the work, right? And that and for me as a therapist, right, like helping people get really clear on who they are, right? Who are you in this world? You you are in a unique human being with amazing talents and gifts and strengths. And I don't care who you are, right? Like that's every single person is created with this unique um, makeup of abilities. And it just like get clear on that, get really rooted in who you are and how you're showing up in the world. Like, mm-hmm. right. That is so, so important right now because there's so many um, other things pulling us in, in different directions. And then we, 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 become unclear, right? The, the, yeah, the water real the fast. Water, the waters get muddy and I forget what I'm living for. What's my meaning here? Who am I? Right? And, yeah. and I start I start believing the news that I'm, you know, X, Y, and Z and I'm I'm, you know, taking on the society's sort of labels of who I am and then living towards that. It's like, no, 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 no. That's that is not who I am whatsoever. Uh, and so I think that that's a big part of what I'm seeing show up in my practice is people, people have just lost connection one with who they truly are, and, yeah. and clearly we're in a really interesting <laughs> uh, place where we've where we've actually lost a lot of connection with with people, and so there's just there's just so much loneliness. There's you know there's so much um, hopelessness when we've lost that connection with ourselves and we've lost that connection with real other human beings. Yeah. Um, so those are some, I think, important things to really pay attention to or the opportunity right in front of us is to, again, get really clear on all the goodness that's in you. Like, you know, who are you in this world? And 
And then how do you structure your life in such a way that no matter what comes at you, you're going to stay so anchored and rooted in this is who I am. This is how I'm showing up. Yeah. Dude, that's good, man. Yeah. I, I love your I love your flow analogy. Mm. But, yeah, I just love it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, a yeah. really good surfer can harness the energy of where it's at. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But you have to be able to read it so well. That's why it's so hard to learn how to surf. Mm-hmm. You just like yeah. learn the ocean and learn how it all moves, and then then figure out how to operate within that. Um, that's dude, that's a killer analogy. Yeah, I mean, I need to surf more. I got a new board coming. <laughs> that will that. definitely hopefully get you out there. <laughs> ah, yeah. You know what? It, Jen said something to me the other day because I was just really anxious the other night, and it, it made me short with with the boys. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like. You don't want them to remember you like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, and it, she's like, it, it's not just in your head. Like you are operating out of this right now. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's really helpful to have somebody just be able to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. I mean, because that's all about legacy. Like that. You know, you're gonna live this life, and, and it's going to be over for all of us at some point. And. And what lives on? What lives on is our legacy. Like, what lives on is, yeah, how are your boys going to remember you? <laughs> yeah. So that's, a, that's a beautiful encouragement from her. It kind of, back to that bigger picture, too. Of, yeah. Like I was talking about earlier. Uh-huh. That reminder, I'm, oh, I am going to die. And all yeah. I have is, is this right now. This is what I can mm-hmm. control. And how yeah. do we just breathe and not let these years yeah. Just be like a dark spot in our past, but mm-hmm. like like Frankel says, how do we continue? Like all we can control is our attitude. Dude, yeah. he, in his book, he was wild the way he talked about how he gave himself over to fate, is the way he described it. And mm-hmm. the only reason he was still alive is because of an endless number of miracles yeah. that he just like gave himself to. Like it, like mm. he was slaughtered to go on this truck. Instead of that truck, and someone said, hey, do you want to come and get on this other truck? Because I think it's going to be a safer thing. And he's like, I'm just going to go where they put me because that's where I'm supposed to be. And then the other truck ended up going, and everyone was killed. And, like, he just yeah. – that happened endlessly through his, his time mm-hmm. there. He, but the way he just, like, settled and released and said – Yep. I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Found. Yeah. In in the midst of the worst prison ever, he found freedom in that in that kind of way of approaching things. Yeah, so, dude, that. Yeah. Yeah, and I find for myself too like um you know in this in this current state it's like I find myself trying to grip and hold on to things way too tightly. And it's like I'm losing this and I'm grieving the loss of not having, you know, whatever it is, this social connection anymore. And but I'm grieving on to um so tightly that idea of whatever it may be, um, this particular job, say, this particular business, you know, like, oh, I need that to happen. And I grip so tightly to it. Um, and and yet it doesn't change anything other than just create more anxiety and, and convince me that I actually need that thing to have a good life where the reality is it's like water flowing through your hands. Like you can't, you can't grip onto that water. All you can do is hold your hands out there and, and let it flow through. 
um, and that helps me uh, experience a little more peace. Is to just real to pay attention to: Am I gripping too tightly to this thing? Am I mm. trying to, you know, hold on to something that, you know, I thought was, you know, what made my life significant? I thought, you know, whatever X, Y, and Z would provide for me, and now I'm unwilling to. Yeah, so that just kind of gets us stuck too. It just is is, and essentially that's holding on to the past, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like that's just not the reality. Here, here's a new adventure today. This moment right here, you know. Um, and I'm not again trying to say you shouldn't grip onto things tightly, like my marriage, right? I'm gonna hold on to that and work at that. <laughs> I'm never right. letting go of that thing. So there, there clearly are things, but. You know, for for us, you know, we have these kids' activity center businesses that have been decimated through this, financially speaking. And um, I, for many years, worked to build that up so I could have freedom and control and have income that provided for me so I could be with my kids. Well, that's gone. It's just Mm. gone. But yet I can find myself getting so angry and frustrated with, the current situation and grip so tightly to what was, you know, a great business to, and then I lose sight to, well, what is, and it just pulls me back, you know, into um, all those sort of things that I used to have. I don't have anymore. I need to grieve the loss of those things and, and figure out how to move forward and create something new. And I think that's, that's hard right now too, but that would be something that I think, all of us as as a society can do is is uh how do we or the question would be how do we become great encouragers right there's a lot of fear out there more people need more courage right now than ever before and so as people how do we sort of put these glasses on to say when i walk outside i'm just going to be paying attention to those you know who need some encouragement those Mm -hmm. who you know those who are feeling hopeless like yeah. Literally, the, the idea of encouragement, right, is to put courage into someone. That's it. Yeah. So with the words you're using, you know, you get you get to know someone, you get to know their strengths and their talents, and then you simply just point that out to them. You you simply, you know, let them know, like, you, Phil, are an amazing leader. Your heart for people, like, it's, it's so full. I, I have not met many people in my life with a heart as big as yours who takes these punches, who, you know, continues to stand up um, for for goodness and love in this world, right? Like, like, that is just inspiring for me to see you do your work. And, and so, you know, like doing that, right? Just simply giving you the words you need to hear today to keep standing up, to stay rooted. And I think we could use a lot of that in in our world right now. It's just more encouragement. Oh, thanks, so. Yeah, that means a lot to me, by the way. That that lifts me. Yeah, good, good. I mean, uh, sorry for one more word, but I think this is so crucial right now is empathy. Man, we are like you can just turn on the news and you're gonna just see how divided we are. You mm-hmm. know. Um, and I think empathy is is a is such an important skill right now like and realizing empathy just means i see the world the way you see it i see how you see it i don't agree with you i don't have to agree right. Right? empathy empathy does not mean agreement but we have to be able to see i see how you've come to that reality or 
I've listened to your story long enough to understand why you see something that way, why you feel mm-hmm. a certain way about it. We need that connection. Right now we're using so many labels and categories. Are you Republican? Are you Democrat? Are you whatever? Like there's just so many things that are getting labels we're putting on people that we use to throw everyone into the sort of same bucket and judge them. And we've mm-hmm. lost, we've, it just causes us to lose connection with the humanity that we all have. Yeah. You know, like that we just need to restore that sense of like compassion and humanity and turning towards each other rather than turning away. And that's mm. just, you know, if we're talking to marriage counseling, that's what I'm mostly seeing right now is just mm. the, the state of affairs has caused couples to turn away from each other which creates disconnection and a lot of the work right now is how do we keep turning towards each other how do we keep you know keep things in our relationship clear so that we have less things dividing us and pulling us apart there's just been so much right so much anxiety which is understanding like so much fear and anxiety is out there and it's getting in the midst of our relationships and connections and pulling us apart yeah. So, sorry, I'm that's ranting good, there for a second. No, I I think that's good. I well, it's a bigger word beyond individual marriages. How do we turn towards each other? Yeah, that is it. We we need more turning towards each other. I love it. So yeah, thank you. And I think I think yeah, paying attention to practical coping skills each day. Like, don't oh. my my encouragement to everyone is. is do you understand what, what coping skills help you manage the chaos? Because it's, it's here. The anxiety is going to be here, right? Uh, the fear is going to be here. The chaos is going to be here. But what do you need to do every day to make sure that stuff is sort of being able to be processed through you? So your heart isn't being hardened, but you can keep your heart soft and you mm. can keep healthy and well. You're not holding on to anxiety. Uh, you know, this stuff is, is moving through you. So you know, really, really practicing some some good coping skills is so important. So that would be a big, big encouragement. And gratitude, practicing gratitude as cliche and it, like it's just man, anytime I'm feeling anxious, I'm trying to quickly jump to gratitude and say, Thank you for whatever it is in this moment. Thank you, I'm alive. Thank you for the sun. <laughs> yeah. Just for today. So, yeah. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's always always fun to chat. Driving with me. This is how we normally talk. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Phone call in between things. Exactly. Squeeze it right in somewhere. Oh, thank you, buddy. Yeah. Likewise. Yes. Likewise. And always, always love it. You know, like I think our friendship is something that's important because it does help me, like. You know, I can express my inner reality to you, and I know you you hold it, and you're you know you like you allow me just to put it on the table, and you don't try to fix me and solve me. You just say, "I get it, I see it," and so that's what I love is just having that space with you to just do that. And I think we all need that. That's something we all need is just like, who in your life can you just say, okay, my turn to put my heart on the table. Can you just listen and listen and listen? Don't fix me. Don't solve me. Just listen. Just listen. Boy, that could, that will help so many connections and relationships we all have is, is just 
carving out the space for that. So thank you for letting me do that with you. Dude, right back at you. Yeah. Um, so. Game changer. All right. Uh, all right. Let's uh, get to soon, man. Sounds good. Let's get the new board. We'll have to plan oh, a trip. <laughs> I, I ordered it this morning, so prepare yourself. All right. Uh, all right. Tell Sam hi. Peace okay. Soon. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Otherwise Speaking. Please don't forget to send in your story or question simply by clicking the link in our description. And as always, share and subscribe.